Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show. Make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe button on the YouTube channel, follow and rate on Apple and iTunes, help scroll the podcast, uh, get the name out there and everything else. If you guys do that for me, I greatly appreciate it. Today, we're, we are literally moments off from Illinois' win. Uh, tonight, Illinois men's basketball played uh, Bethune-Cookman. Uh, I probably am butchering that. Um, we're... Ed Reed just got hired as the head football coach there as well. Illinois got the win 85-52, to uh, the final uh, game for 2022, heading into 2023 for the Illinois Fighting Illini, pushing their record up to 9-4, and and they are 7-1 and at home. Uh, bounce back game for our Illinois after the Missouri game. Uh, where everybody was panicking. If you go listen to my last episode of Stop Blaming Everything on Coach Underwood and the Missouri one, you will get my feelings about that. But people on Twitter were panicking, quote-unquote Illini fans were already jumping ship, uh, complaining a lot. You know these guys that jump on this bandwagon, uh, claim they know things about Illinois, and going after Coach Underwood's job. Now, this is not... No offense to uh, Bethune-Cookman, this is not a win over a Wisconsin. This is not a win over a Duke. No offense to them because they played tough. But this was a game where you'd be interested to see how Illinois turned around and how they were going to handle after getting whipped versus Missouri. Were we going to see different things that were tweaked from their offense, from their defense, and everything else? And the first thing I noticed from this Illinois team tonight in this win, Coach Underwood's staff were in different clothes you know they have they've normally been in half zips polos you know pullovers and everything um they were in button-up shirt and a nice dress code no ties and stuff but they were dressed different um i don't remember if they said why they were dressed that way but that was one of the first things you noticed that was different um had a different starting lineup for illinois uh sky clark was out of the game uh, he has a shoulder injury, um, but the starters for Illinois tonight were Coleman Hawkins, uh, Donage, Mayer, Harris, and Shannon. Um, so he changed up his starting lineup. They changed up how they dressed, and in this win, you saw an offense for Illinois, especially um, not right away, the first about two, three minutes uh, there were some turnovers. There were some different things going on. Um, but you saw, in my opinion, a team that was playing against Missouri who stood around on offense. They looked for somebody. I call it looking for somebody to bail themselves out or to bail them out instead of just doing themselves. They weren't moving in an offense. They weren't. They just weren't playing basketball. And, you know, Missouri was hopping into zone defenses, but still a zone defense. You still want to move. You still want to have pass fakes. You still want to dribble drive and good kickouts and make good decisions. Um, at halftime, Illinois had 47 points, which was fantastic to see them score 47 points. Just to get them to 85 points is still good. But you saw a team that was more active on offense. They were sweeping and going and dribble drives. They were looking to – the other guys open by setting screens. There was ball screens, pick and rolls, guys moving. They just always weren't standing around, especially after that, about the first three-minute mark or so, they really started to move around. And then uh, in the first half, I noticed on defense, you know, the big talk of the town from these Illinois experts or basketball experts that you were seeing on Twitter. Well, 
you know, the team is switching too much. Why are they switching man-to-man defense? And when you go back and watch, yeah, they were probably switching more maybe than what they did last year, but we would have to really go back and dive deep into the film. Me watching this game, I was watching the defense for any of that type of stuff. It seemed there was less switches. There was moments where you switch, and sometimes it's going to happen. I'm picking rolls or ball screens, you're going to switch. Sometimes when the ball is underneath the basket, you're going to switch. But there wasn't as much of that. You saw guys fighting through screens. You saw anytime there was an away screen away from the ball, uh, a down screen or, or the type of pin screen, uh, they were fighting through it, not as much switching. So a couple things in the first half perspective that I noticed was more on offense, but on defense, you saw toughness. You saw guys getting after it. Uh, and so I know that this isn't no offense to the school. This was not quote-unquote, a win that people are going to blow up about. But Bethman Cookman played really tough. They had to wither through some of Illinois. Um, I know they had 19 points, but in the second half, they scored 33. So in the second half, they played very tough. Uh, Once they started getting their feet underneath of them to compete with Illinois in the second half, they had it within 20-some point game, which is pretty close. Illinois just did what they are supposed to. This is the type of game that – you compare it to football, where it's a non-conference game. It's a team that you should go beat that you're paying money to. Now we've seen football where these teams are starting to beat the Division One teams. These, you know, FCS or One AA are starting to beat these big-time teams. But this is what Illinois is supposed to do. Everything we were seeing, especially in the first half, this is what Illinois was supposed to do. They're supposed to fight through these screens. They're supposed to play this way on defense. They're supposed to do this on offense. Um, you saw the extra passes being made. You saw the non-selfishness, especially in the first half. And I'll get to the second half because I know what's going to be talked about with the second half or near the end of the second half. But you just saw a lot of unselfishness. You saw some rebounding. You saw guys step up that normally don't. Um, Don Ajay had 22 points, which was nice to see. He was um, 8 for 10 on field goals uh, around the basket, getting rebounds, posting up. He had a nice sweep-and-go move from right underneath the free-throw line going to his left. Coleman Hawkins had 11 rebounds, which was nice to see him kind of get involved, and nine of them were defensive rebounds. He had four assists. Um, Overall, Illinois had 17 assists total. Uh, then we had 10 blocks as well on defense. We had 39 rebounds total. Uh, 30 of those 39 were on defense, so we were not giving up extra possessions. Free throw percentage has been down. It was 70.4% tonight, 19 of 24. Free throws have to continue to get better. Three-point wasn't as great, uh, 8 of 22 for 28.6%. Um, a lot of threes were getting chucked around, especially in the second half. Field goal-wise, 49.2%, 29 of 59. Um, we held Bethlehem Cookman to 29.3%. Uh, field goal shooting, 23.1%, three points. They shot 75% from free throws. Um, we did allow them to get 36 rebounds, 24 defensive rebounds. So we had a lot of offense. We had about nine offensive rebounds, um, giving us the extra possession. Shannon had 13 points. Harris had a good night for him, 12 points. Then off the bench, Epps came in and had 10 points. RJ Melendez came in with five. He seems a little off a little bit. He had some moments, but overall, it was nice to see Illinois, especially in the first half, moving the ball. Um, Then in the second half, people were starting to complain. I I could see being written about, well, Bethlehem Cookin started to come back. It was a lot, it was very sloppy. Um, Turnovers. 
Um, Illinois ended up with 15 turnovers. I guarantee seven or eight or so came in that second half. I have no proof of that right now, but I almost guarantee from memory because we are moments. This is recording moments from when the game ended. Uh, 15 turnovers is still a lot. They don't want to. They don't. They, they don't want to. Coach Underwood's not going to settle with that. Um, we did have 10 steals, which was nice to see. And again, 10 blocks. Um, the largest lead Illinois had was 36. So Illinois still has to take care of the ball now. What, what's going to happen when you're up 25, 30 points and you're dealing with a young team? And again, when I say young team, because people out there seem to think that Illinois doesn't have a young team. They even said on the broadcast, you know, experience-wise and age-wise, Illinois ranks like, I can't believe, I don't know if they said 300 and something, and I don't know, that seems like a really high number, but like, that's a really young team from an age-wise. He's rotating four to five freshmen. So some people think that they don't have a young team. They do. They have a young team from age-wise, experience-wise. Go listen to it on my Don't Blame Coach Underwood. I saw another thing about Coach Underwood tonight, which was amazing. So apparently when they're winning, you know, he's a genius. And when they lose, he's an idiot. So, but I, that's, you know, that's, go listen to that last episode talking about Coach Underwood. The thing with Coach Underwood, now I started to see, I literally saw a tweet saying, you know, this is what a leader does because he changed everything. They changed things on offense. They changed things on defense. They even changed the way they, you know, everything. And he's always a leader. Um, Coach Underwood needs to get some respect because even at the end of the game, they were up by like 20-some points. I think it was 80 to 52 still or 80 to whatever. And he was coaching his butt off still. He was getting mad about certain things that were happening because – this is a game for Bethman Cookman where if you do good things against the Division One program in the Big Ten, um, you're going to carry that into your conference saying, okay, well, we we're doing this against a Big Ten opponent, so now we can take this into our conference and hopefully we can do those same things to them as we are doing. And this is not this is the third Big Ten team they've played. They played Iowa at the very beginning of the year. Then they played Indiana. Now Indiana whipped them 101 to 49. Iowa beat them 89 to 58. Um, so this is not their first Big Ten opponent. So they're really ramping up their non-conference to be very competitive. So as they get into their conference play, they can maybe do something to make a run. This is a game for Illinois where you're looking to see, like, hey, we can move the ball. Remember, we beat Texas. Remember, we beat UCLA, and I think we're all forgetting that. Missouri is starting to play well, so we're not – I mean, I know Missouri had a game against Kansas that was embarrassing, Um, but maybe Missouri's actually a decent team, and I don't think that we can overlook that. I mean, they are 11-1, and and I know this is the Bethman Cookman – post game but if we want to look at Missouri they got embarrassed 95 to 67 versus Kansas but they just beat Kentucky uh 89 to 75 and Kentucky was number 19 in the nation so Missouri's age does help them Kansas is good so I wouldn't put too much into that now their other games haven't been that competitive but if they go on to win some games we this is why we shouldn't overreact we could look back at that moment and say Illinois lost to a good Missouri team. They were very, you know, they, we've talked about it already, but this is a game for Illinois coming off of what happened, saying, okay, we beat Texas. We get humbled by Missouri. This is a game where we're going to do what we're supposed to do and win 85 to 52. 
and get back in our minds that we do move on offense. We are fast enough to do this. We do play hard defense. We tried not switching. We can do this. Coach Underwood is coaching his butt off. He he messed around with the starting lineup. He messed around with the rotation just to kind of switch it up and give it a little spark, especially when you're not going to play again until after the new year. I believe January 4th uh, would be the next game for Illinois when they go play Northwestern. Yeah, January 4th, um, 8 o'clock at night, um, they play Northwestern. So... He knows more than anybody that this is a type of game where if you play well, you don't screw around and you don't get upset and you do things that you're supposed to do, um, then we have some good practices that leads into our Big Ten play, and they're able to do that. Uh, I won't put too much stock at the end because you're dealing with young younger players, and when you're up 20 to 30 points, you start loosening up a little bit. Now, personally, for me as a coach, I was – this might be a bad, I would say, foot-on-throat mentality of, you know, um, a better way to put that would be, you know, all gas, no break. Now, he's not going to full-court press them. He's not going to do all that stuff. But he's going to tell the guys, still pass cut, still do the things we're supposed to do uh, in our motion-type offense and our set plays that we're going to do on defense. We're still going to play tough man-to-man defense. Um, we're still going to do these things. I'm going to coach you, the guys that get in. We have a standard that we need to hold up to. Because we're on this national stage now, we've won a regular Big Ten season title. We've run, won the Big Ten tournament. We're a very young team. We're a very good team. We've beaten Texas on the big stage. We've beaten UCLA on the big stage. But then we also got our butts kicked by Missouri, who people were had no didn't think that they were going to beat Illinois. So Illinois still has a good team. This was a nice way to kind of get some confidence back into them and realize what they're capable of doing, what Coach Arnold was trying to tell you guys, tell them to do, and they will be fine. That's why we can't overreact. Now they're 9-4. and four. They're going to get a couple more practices in, and then we get to be not beat Northwestern. Sorry, Northwestern is playing better, and people are predicting that they can get to the NCAA tournament as well. But we have to continue. This Illinois team will continue to grow. They'll continue to mold. Because we got to remember, again, we're so used to seeing – this team that was recruited and molded and just every year they stayed together. Well, now we're dealing with just a couple that were around that. Now we're dealing with a whole new, you know, type of team, you know, from young for being freshmen and for playing experience. So we have to continue to um, grow as a team and we cannot panic as fans, but Illinois showed us what they're capable of. Um, I was really impressed um, with their, Extra passes in the first half. I was really impressed with how always they were moving, how quick they were attacking in the transition, which is where they're really good at. And finally, good. To, I'm not a big fan of switching on uh, man-to-man defense anyway. Uh, it's there for a reason. You can use it when you need to be. But it was nice to see that they were not always switching and uh, getting after it and fighting through screens and doing those type of things. And so if they continue to grow, um, it's Guy Clark back. Hopefully he'll be back um, for the Northwestern game. Uh, Illinois can get on some type of run, some type of tear, and, uh, you know, get it going. So fans, we don't need – again, we didn't need to overreact to the Missouri. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked a lot. But we're here. They want got another win. It's still a long season. I mean, we're 7-1 at home, which is what you want to see. Sitting at 9-4, which is good. Maybe not being ranked is something they need to happen. 
Um, Coach Underwood, you know, he's a guy where he's going to coach him hard. He's going to figure out what kind of tweaks he has to make, and he will make them. And so, again, Coach Underwood, at least I trust. I know about the rest of Illinois fans. Um, But they did a lot of good things. Be curious to see how uh, different lineups he tries or if he's going to continue with that same type of lineup because Donage is a big guy. It's hard for people to guard him. It's kind of like another Kofi Coburn situation. So maybe he's, if he continues to grow, they're going to go back a little bit to what they had last year. Um, Coleman Hawkins, chipping out with 11 points was, again, nice to see. He needs to continue to be the leader because he has some experience. And then just get the other guys to step up. Mayer only had seven points tonight. But when other guys are scoring and doing their thing and it's fast break time, he's passing the ball um, with and chipping in with a couple rebounds, five total rebounds. So if he continues to grow and then if we can get Luke Goody back, if he becomes healthy. So there's things that can happen uh, for this Illinois team. And what's nice is you never really know. They're going to shoot well one night. They're going to be really good at dribble driving and getting to the lane. So this Illinois team, it's really hard, I think, to prepare for as we move on in the season. Um, but Illinois got the win 85-52. to They will not play again until January 4th when they will – uh, go to Northwestern up here in Evanston, Illinois. Uh, that'll be a late time game. So, uh, that'll be the next time we talk about the Illinois final line. I men's basketball team and congratulations to Illinois women's basketball team. Uh, they got a win tonight, um, as well. They are playing really well under new head coach. Um, I just want to triple check the, record for Illinois women's basketball. I believe they've won 12 games, which is awesome uh, because I believe they've been 7-20 and 20 over the last few years. Um, I believe they are 12-4. and four. Just triple check. This is bad radio. I do apologize. Illinois... Women's basketball is 12 and 2, so congratulations to them. They got a big win over Wisconsin 79 to 63 tonight as well. So good good all around for Illinois uh sports. Illinois women's will actually play on Sunday, uh the new year against number ranked 12 ranked Iowa at 2 o'clock. So good luck to the women's uh, basketball team, uh, the Illinois men's got the win, 85-52. So good all around to be in Illinois. And we got a transfer quarterback in for football, which that we'll talk about Illinois football when we get to a preview of them versus Mississippi State in their bowl game and talk about all that and the departure of Coach Walters. But Illinois basketball got the win. We're okay. We won't see them again until January 4th. <clears throat> um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. Please leave a comment in the comment section down below. Like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Follow Radio and Apple on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Coach underscore Steve72. Uh, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Check out all the other previous episodes on here. There's a ton out there. Uh, I believe this is number 429 that I keep track of. Um, and then there's other stuff out there. There's tons of stuff on the channel for people. So go check that out. Uh, thank you guys again for watching and or listening. If I don't put out another podcast episode, just in case, you never know my schedule is crazy. Have a great and happy New Year's. If I put out another episode before that, I apologize. But have a great, happy New Year's. Enjoy it, friends, family. Be safe. Um, make good decisions. Uh, this is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.